Gutter Trash is a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. After finding what he believes to be the perfect woman, David is sent on a journey that involves obsession, murder, incest, comic books, and the apocalypse in the Daniel Klaus graphic novel, David Boring. Trash episode 92. David Boring. My name is Eric. My name is Jason. Hello, sir. Ah, oh, howdy. Howdy. What's uh, going on, buddy? I don't know. It feels like it's been a while since we've done this. I think it has. It's been like two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. We, we were ahead of the game and now we're just right back on track again. Damn it. <sighs> I blame Pat. It never lasts. It never lasts. Oh. I blame Pat. Riding high. Blame Pat. Fuck you, Pat. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I miss Pat already. Mm. Hi, Pat. And hi, Brian and Kurt and anyone else listening. Thank you. <clears throat> so, I was uh, waving. Yeah, he was waving while he was drinking. Yeah. I'm a thirsty individual. It's a warm day. It here is a in very warm day. Dayton, Ohio. I've got some... Uh, Allergy sinus things going on, I think. I thought you looked a little puffy. Yeah. Didn't want to say anything. Maybe a little pink around the yeah. ears. No. I don't know what no. any of that means. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm always that way. Pink around the ears. Puffy and pink. Yeah. yeah. That's why I love you. <clears throat> Thank you. Yeah. It's a tannish pink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah. get the you get the you know, the olive complexion. Yeah. Pink olive. You know, I am the pimento. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, you know, on the way here, I, I stopped. Because, like, as we just mentioned, I believe, it's a warm day here. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I stopped at the local gas station. It's going to pick me up a lemonade because that sounds so good on a hot day. Yeah. And I went in there, and I looked in the cooler, and they have, like, this row of, like, eight different lemonades. And uh, none of them are lemonade flavor. Right. They're all like uh, <laughs> raspberry lemonade, black, yeah. black cherry lemonade, like tropical pineapple lemonade. And I was like, come on. Seriously, there's got to be one lemonade. And I was like, because there was like two rows of black cherries. Like, I bet some knucklehead put a black cherry in front of, uh, right you know, he, he decided he didn't want it and he just stuck it back. But no, no, yeah. And the two close, rows of black cherry. Two blows of, yeah. Two blue blows of rack cherry. <laughs> Uh, but the best I could find was a kiwi lemonade, and it was actually pretty good. I will have to, you know, say maybe, maybe I should branch out my lemonade. Uh, it's possible, but you know, uh, I see where you're, what you're saying, though. Yeah, I just yeah, want, I just want, just, yeah. Okay. Like you know, I like vanilla ice cream. I like lemonade without other right. berries inside of it. See, this is why I don't go to like a Starbucks or anything because you know I just want a coffee. Mm-hmm. I don't want you know flavored nutty choco mocha vanilla mint anything. I just want something my warm. coffee. Some simple. Exactly. I I blame video games. Uh, <laughs> I think. <laughs> 
everyone is so like they need like this you know uh sensory overload in everything they do right. like there can't even just be one flavor anymore of something right you have to have 10 flavors of every flavor <laughs> i don't know i uh yeah you know it's just yeah you know there there's a reason why it's the original it's because it's often the best yeah yeah Keeping it real. Yeah. It'd be like if, uh, you know, all of a sudden they just got rid of, like, regular Pepsi, yeah. and all you had was, like, cherry Pepsi, and, you know, Pepsi with lime, or anything like that. You know, just, uh, the original is always the number one. Keep like, it around. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The classics shouldn't die. Goes for lemonade. It goes for tea. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's difficult to find just regular tea anymore. It goes for Star Wars movies. Don't fuck with them. Just leave them the way they are. We like things simple. Yeah. Maybe I'm just simple. I'm a simple man. I think. With a simple plan. I think at everyone's core, we're all pretty simple. Yeah. I think, uh, fucking with that simplicity really just uh, ruins humanity Mm. as a a whole. Mm. You know, all you people who out there think you're deep or complex, stop it. You're ruining it. You're ruining it for everybody. Yeah. I don't need pretentious beverages. No. Yeah. Yeah. I want a soda. I want a cream soda. Right. I don't want a pretzel-flavored cream soda. No. Or a a kiwi macadamia nut cream soda. That sounds awful. Yeah. Yeah. But somebody out there is working on it right now. Oh, I'm sure they are. And you know what? I bet it probably does taste good. Yeah. But But who needs it? I don't want to know that it tastes good. Yeah. I just want regular old cream soda. Yeah. Yeah. So we can move on. We can do our thing. Yeah. You know, we don't want to be tied up and hey. running around in circles talking about the flavors of things like we're doing right now. Like we're doing right now. Yeah. We don't want to waste countless minutes, both at the store, trying to decide which flavor of whatever we want, and we don't want to waste precious minutes talking about it on a popular internet podcast. It's a crime against Dan Close <laughs> that we're talking about macadamia nuts right now. <laughs> Is it? I don't know. I don't know if there was like some sort of uh, famous incident Dan Klaus had with uh, macadamia you, nuts that... Uh, you really don't know? You really don't know this? At, a, at San Diego Comic-Con in 1993, someone attacked him with a bag of macadamia nuts. Really? Yeah. Wow. The man won't go within 20 feet of one to this day. Well, True Neither story. Look it up on Wikipedia. Neither would I. Yeah. yeah I, well, I mean, I would look it up, but I can't right now. Right. But uh, <clears throat> if that would happen to me, I would not go near a macadamia nut either. Yeah. Huh? You'd be crazy. You would be out of your mind. I would have a death wish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We're idiots. Yes. Uh, uh, Dan Klaus, David Boring. Let's get into it. Let's jump right in. Jump. Jump around. Jump up, jump up, and get down. Oh, speaking of bad rap songs. Ooh. Hold on. Uh-huh. What do you mean, bad? Uh, I'm not a fan of House of Pain. Never liked it. It's your Irish blood that makes you love it so much. <laughs> Isn't that where you get the pink from your olive complexion? The green the green stripe in your pink olive complexion. <laughs> now, that's, now, that would be good. Like, instead of red striped beer, they have a green stripe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I can get behind it now. Okay. I take it all back. All right. <laughs> anyway. Oh, uh, no. This morning, uh, Doogie showed me this video by the ICP. 
called Miracles on YouTube. And First my- of all, let me just interrupt you again. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. God bless a juggalo. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> the, the magic playing, patchouli wearing motherfuckers <laughs> populate the White Castles around the world. <laughs> uh, but he was like, he was at some bar last night, and one of his friends told him he had to see this video because it was amazing. And uh, and then so we watched it together for the first time. He, Is this the Juggalo baby funeral? No, I don't know about that. Okay, there's a baby being born in the video. Oh, all yeah. right. So maybe ties in somehow. Maybe. But I swear it's like four or five minutes long, and I swear for the first two minutes I was waiting on the punchline because I was like, these guys, they're really dragging out the punchline. But but it was not a joke. It was like them being for serious, right, right, right. and it was about how how the world is full of miracles, <clears throat> and it had like the cheesiest like special effects in the background the entire time. And they're talking about how they don't understand how magnets work and how uh, how their children look like them, so it's a miracle. And like how they don't trust scientists. And rainbows are fucking awesome. And I swear, like I kept waiting for there to be a punchline, but there wasn't one. <laughs> you have to look it up. It's called Miracles by the ICP. Is it actually, you know, Violent J and Shaggy Tudo? Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Full, full makeup, full makeup. But yeah. they're being totally serious. It's <clears> like, <throat> it's like they, they're trying to be touching and heartwarming. And like, I see where they're coming from, and I, you know, I hope some of their fans, like, you know, maybe they have some depressed or like lost fans that are like, yeah, the world is okay, yeah. and that's great. I mean, I am behind that. But the way they went about it, it was so. Like weird and syrupy sweet, it was like some horrible after-school special. Um, it's odd that you bring that up because uh, apparently last weekend was the eleventh annual gathering of the Juggalos. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, I didn't know they gathered. Oh, they gather. Yeah. They gather. Drink some Fago. Yeah. Watch some wrestling VHS tapes. Yes. <laughs> really? Well, they have wrestlers there. Yeah. And, uh, and comedians. Like uh, Tom Green and uh, Gallagher. That seems appropriate. Uh, Tila Tequila was a, uh, a guest at uh, this year's gathering. And she got out- attacked on stage. I don't know who this is. Uh, she is a... Uh, she from He-Man, right? Masters of the Universe? No. no, no she is a... Uh, Internet reality show celebrity um, who likes to fuck. Hmm. That's okay. pretty much why she is an internet reality show celebrity. Because she likes to fuck. I could see how that would be popular. And uh, she has a uh, little to no talent. Or. I don't know. Blight on humanity is maybe a better way to describe her. All right. right. Um, And she got attacked uh, by juggalos. Uh, They threw (laughs) stuff at her. And by stuff, I mean shit. Like like feces? Yes. Wow. And bricks and bottles. Oh, that's not good. Eh, maybe. Fun. (laughs) I think if uh, if you knew her, uh, you'd probably be laughing on the inside with me. I'll have to investigate. Yeah. But uh, two weeks ago, uh, one of my favorite podcasts, the uh, Mike Schmitz, the forty-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much the majority of his uh, his uh, show two weeks ago was dedicated to uh, him making fun of the uh, uh, gathering of the Juggalos infomercial that is available online. 
uh, <laughs> and uh, recounting his experience uh, bouncing at uh, the House of Blues where uh, the Insane Clown Posse played. Really? Yeah. He was a bouncer. Yeah. And uh, he had to deal with uh, Juggalos, Fago, and uh, Violent J smacking him in the head. <laughs> well, it. He's violent, Jay. What does he expect? Yeah. A caress? But uh, all of our listeners and uh, you will all just subject it to you at some point. Uh, should go find, uh, I think, uh, last week's episode of, uh, or maybe two weeks ago, two weeks ago, uh, the episode of The 40-Year-Old Boy. Check it out. Check it out. He is a, he is a funny guy, yeah. i got to admit. Yeah, sometimes it's a little much for me, but sometimes he's fucking hilarious. He is fucking hilarious. Plus, bonus, you get to hear the story about how he punched a car. Yeah. Okay. Is this the one where, like, somebody filmed him? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Yes. So, anyhow, Juggalos. I think that's uh, something that uh, David Boring could have used oh, yeah. to, to punch it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, a little more Juggalos. A little more Juggalos. I think, actually, you know what? Fuck it. All comics need that. Yeah. Yeah. Except for the, the ICP comics from Chaos. They, they could use a little less struggle. Yeah, they get a little less, yeah. <clears throat> I think that, that's pretty how it works. All the other comics, they get a little more juggalo. ICP comic gets a little less juggalo. The world's happy. Mm, we've got a uh, shift to balance. There'd be miracles happening right. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking rainbows. <laughs> I forget what he says, but he's like, he's like, He's like, fucking rainbows after it rains. It's a fucking miracle. <laughs> Something like that. That's pretty awesome. Fantastic. <laughs> so David Bourne. <clears throat> David Bourne. We were just talking about Dan Close the other day, how we were kind of disappointed with his, his uh, uh, most we, recent... We mentioned him on the, the last episode. Uh, uh, we, we mentioned him uh, at Bowling. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, he's mentioned a lot in our <coughs> our yeah. little circle. <coughs> God damn it! I am sorry. Mm. <laughs> Anyhow, David Boring. Uh, I'm gonna say one thing that uh, there's a. I don't think this is a spoiler by any means. Mm-hmm. There's a parts in in this book where uh, David Boring is reading a comic book, two panels at a time. Yeah. That's kind of how I approached reading the book, David Boring. Really? To, to review it for the show. Like, every night you'd read two panels before uh, you go to bed? You know, it just, uh... It wasn't really anything against the book or anything. It's just, uh, every time I tried to sit down and read it, I would get, like, a page in, and then I'd have to stop reading. Really? Yeah. For... Not for, like, any reasons of hating the book. No, yeah. Just outside reasons. Just, just <clears throat> yeah, life. Yeah. yeah, the doorbell rings. The right, it's just something happened right. where, like, I really just uh, uh, I could not uh, sit down to read like a decent chunk of this book until uh, last Thursday when we were actually supposed to be doing this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, last minute, uh, you finished it up. I finished it up today. Uh, no, uh, okay. Thursday okay. when we were supposed to be okay. doing this. <clears throat> And of course, now it's been four days, and I've uh, can't remember it. Completely wiped it out of my head. Well, I read it like a week and a half ago, and then I read it again today. I, I read it all in one sitting today, uh, so it's like nice and fresh, nice and fresh. Yeah, then you can uh, keep me 
Keep you online. Yeah. In line. In line, online, whatever. You're already online. Oh. Hello. So David Boring by Dan Close. It's originally serialized as a three issue thing. Eight ball. Uh, sorry, Joe. Um, yeah. yeah. So you've, you've already given the synopsis, right? Uh, yeah. At the beginning? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, I'll say I like this about a thousand times more than Wilson. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, would agree entirely. Um, still probably not my favorite thing that I've read by him. No, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Um, which is saying a lot that he has that kind of range. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like Wilson, I wouldn't even say is bad. It's just bad for him. Right, right. And this is a thousand times better, and there's other things, like, even better. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's kind of a bizarre story, but uh, not so bizarre that uh, I'm pissed off by it. Yeah. Like, I'm pissed off while I'm reading it, but then he ties everything it all, up. Yeah, it all, it all pretty so, much, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a couple things I'm wondering, like, if he just didn't, like, go, oh, I need to tie these two sins together. Right, right. Like, uh, with the shooter thing, I don't know. But, uh, like I think that. the shooter thing, like, one, the, uh, spoiler. Spoiler. Uh, at the end of, uh, Act One, uh, David Boring, the title character, gets shot in the head. Uh-oh. Yeah. Never and, good. Uh, I think uh, I think from that point, you know that that stays a consistent thread throughout the story. Mm-hmm. But uh, like in the the beginning parts of Act One, there's a character who just sort of randomly shows up in like two panels and is never explained. And honestly, by the time that he actually comes around again in the third act, uh, I'd completely forgotten yeah. that uh, he was in the story. The professor. Yeah. 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 Professor Karkis. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I mean, I love... My favorite thing about him being shot is that he was shot dead center in the forehead. Yeah. And lives. <laughs> head on. Yeah, straight yeah. head on. And he lives. He's yeah. fine. He's. I mean, just, he had some healing to right, do. But right. Yeah, I, I love that. No brain damage, no motor no, no. control damage. Right. Nothing that would normally happen to a person. Right. And it's never questioned either. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what's so... Like it's so pulpy and comic booky and a uh, and and movie ish. I mean, I mean, obviously, right, yeah. it's. I don't know. Was this when did Ghost World come out? Because this was two thousand. Ghost uh, World was before that, wasn't it? I think this was before Ghost World. Was it or before the movie? Before Ghost the movie, Ghost World. Okay. Yeah. So you think maybe this is his reaction to dealing with. Hollywood or like making his thing into a movie because there's a lot of references to movies and like I don't know because I mean he obviously didn't stop there either and right did our yeah. school confidential and, right you know, I mean <laughs> I mean maybe it wasn't like him like <clears throat> damning the whole process but just him going like I've got all this movie stuff bouncing around my head like you know what I feel about it because. Because, uh, you know, David Boren's father was a comic artist, right. and, you know, he basically wants to be a movie maker, filmmaker, and uh, and he's, you know, he's, like, even says somewhere in the book that movies are more serious and better than comics or something like that. Right, right. Um, so I wonder if, like, this is somehow, you know, just, just the whole process and experience of uh, Dan, you know, like, dealing with Hollywood, like, that, you know, if it was, like, fresh in his mind and he had to get it out on paper somehow. Hit me? I don't know. I did not uh, look into that, so... Me neither. Or, or I didn't uh, 
you know, see that either as I was reading it. So, yeah. uh, so I'm going to call bullshit on you. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't even. I don't know. <clears throat> I just. I mean, I it's so it, it, like it's so like. There's all these like movie uh, uh, archetypes and like not not even the, necessarily the characters, but just like the way uh, the story evolves and like the way it's narrated and it's like. David Boring almost thinks he's in a movie or something like that? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't... No, I don't get that. Really? Yeah. I mean, like, the beginning is all... It reminds me of all this old... You know, he's even talking about... You know, he's like, I love that I'm talking about blondes and alibis and criminals and thugs. and It reminds me of this old black and white, just, like, weird crime capers. Right. And then it sort of does turn into, like... It almost looks like a horror movie. Like uh, he mentions that later, how his love story has turned into a horror movie because he's all bandaged up and there's like lightning everywhere and people getting murdered. And it's uh, I don't know. I just thought it was kind of like a like a, a love letter to movies, sort of. Eh, maybe you're right. I don't know. And porno, kind of a love of porno, maybe. <laughs> Who doesn't love a good porno? You liars. You love them. <laughs> All right, I'm drained. <laughs> okay, but here's one question. Because um, we're talking about how... Uh, it's it's uh, like movies into comics, that sort of transition. But there's also this running theme in his work... Uh, with father stuff, you know, like in Wilson, obviously, it's right. about father. And in this one, you know, like his father's not there. And, right. Um, and he's like piecing those pages of his father's comic back together, trying to figure out, uh, you know, who his dad was through his artwork somehow. Right. And I'm wondering, like, there's this weird thing. I didn't notice this the first time I read it. I really didn't. And then when I reread it on page 101, it looks like the page has been taped back together. There's like strips of tape. Like, like it looks like I noticed it on like the eighth panel. It looks like it's weird and ripped, and the words look odd. And then it looks like you know they're supposed to be like strips of tape taping it back together. And I was wondering if it's supposed to be like this is the story that his son put together of his father, like taped his book back together. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what he's trying to say because it's the only page I noticed it on. Huh. But especially on that last panel. Or the eighth panel. Right. Yeah, I did not notice that uh, beforehand. And I cannot answer any of your questions. <laughs> but now that I see it, it doesn't mean a thing to me. Yeah, yeah, like, it, it never seems like something <clears throat> hugely important. But uh, I'm curious about that. I don't know. Well, I am not the person to answer your question about that. Uh, it Mr. Dan Klaus. <laughs> yeah. Well, damn it, where's Dan Klaus when you need him? He's uh, making a shitty comic now. That's probably, that's probably what he's doing, yeah. No. <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> All of the stuff that you've mentioned so far is nothing that uh, grabbed me or interests me or uh, makes me like this book at all. Right, right. <clears throat> I do like the bizarreness of the story mm-hmm. and the bizarreness of the characters. That is uh, where the appeal lies for me. Uh, you know, like a real human being. Yeah, yeah. Because they're, uh, 
Interesting, quirky character. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like he lives with a lesbian. He's uh, yeah, a lesbian who uh, is seemingly in love with him. Yeah. Yeah. And he's sort of uh, smitten with his own cousin. Yeah. Yeah. Who looks exactly like uh, the woman he becomes obsessed with. Yeah. And her sister. And her sister, yeah. who looks exactly like her as well. See, it's another thing. Like yeah. it's another like movie. Uh, you know, posters <clears throat> like the the creepy uh, love triangle with twins and like. Right. I don't know. Uh, pay no attention to the uh, the screensaver going away. This is set for uh, League Night. Okay. <laughs> I was like, wow. I was like, have we blathered for forty five minutes? No, no, I was like, damn, I see people. I do freaking love the way he draws expressions on people's faces. Yeah. It's awesome. It's very subtle, but like, you know exactly what they're thinking. Read Charlie Edlard. Read this book. Uh, what? I, I was telling, I was trying to send a subliminal message for Charlie Adler to, to read David Bourne so he would know how to draw facial expressions. Ouch. Does that mean? Is that uncalled for? Uncalled for. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, he still should. He should. So he wouldn't be such a fucking terrible artist. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. He's fine. He's fine. Charlie Adler rules. He's good. I'm just not a fan. But anyway, we were talking about David Bourne. Uh, great tones, amazing great tones. Hello, he's still there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I uh, uh, don't know what I was about to say before I insulted Charlie Adler for no reason. Um. Hi. Hello. Hello. It's a it's a sexy comic. Would you say it's sexy? No. no. No? There's lots of sex. There's a lot of sex that does not make it sexy. What's the difference? Sexy uh, Sexy is appealing. And uh, a comic book cannot be sexy. Even if it's a, uh, you know, pornographic comic book? Especially if it's a pornographic comic book. Oh, here's another thing. It is it is uh, chopped up into three acts, like movies. It's got the... I more. I don't know. It just seems such a, like... Like he's trying to say something about film, but I don't know what. What? <laughs> um, wow, man, we got derailed there. What just happened? So, you, uh, what do you think about all the family issues? Like the mother and father issues? You're, you're right? No, I'm fine. Oh... Uh, you sure? Yeah. You okay. <laughs> Do you need to take a break? You want to take a break? Uh, let's take a break. <laughs> are also doing something now, too, so. Maybe they're, uh, you know, hiding, uh, hiding presents for their loved ones. Uh, what would they be doing? 
David Bourne. Um, yeah, I liked it. Oh, uh, yeah, me too. That was great. That was great. I like how it has a, you know, like the first time I read it, I thought it was kind of bleak, and the second time I read it, I got kind of a, a more positive. Yeah, like it's more like, don't be so concerned with the, you know, regretting things you've done or. You know, making sure everything works out perfect in the future. It's like about enjoying life. I guess you're right about the whole movie thing. Uh, and I'll just uh, shut up and uh, kill myself or something. That, is, that was wrong. Uh, and I shouldn't have uh, tried to argue with you about it. But, uh, yeah, uh, you were right. I was wrong. And, uh, yeah, that's it. What, what so you, I was probably wrong about the whole book. I'm probably wrong that this book is good. Why, why are you saying you're wrong? What are you talking about? Uh, because I just saw something there that uh, made me realize that you are 100% right. It is about movies. Uh, it's about film. It's about uh, uh, structured like a film. Uh, it's it's, it's uh, Dan Klaus' uh, homage to, to movies in general, and uh, you're right, I'm wrong. Um, well, I was just kind of an idea. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but you're right. Yeah, your idea is right. Well, uh, but it also works uh, just as, you know, an interesting comic. Because uh, it is a comic. Yeah. Um. This, seriously, like, are amazing gray tones. Like, just, I don't know. He does such weird texture with uh it's almost like zipatone, but I mean I'd imagine it's com- done with the computer. Uh, I think this uh I mean it does have a like a fine edge to it that makes you think that it would be. Yeah, it almost looks like a like a gray brush or something, but right, but it's really really fine. I mean or not fine, but uh uh, sharply defined edges. Yeah. You know? yeah. But then again, so does his ink. You know, like the solid blacks. Right. So maybe, you know, he's just applying the same thing. Maybe he... I wonder, too, if you can, like... Because I think this was probably done before comic people were really... Steeped embracing, in you know, the computer aspect of it. Or the production, anyway. I wonder if you could... Right could you... Inside of Marvel... Could you, like, lightbox something that's black and white line art like this and, you know, use a, you know, a thick black, or not thick, but, you know, use a black brush to do these gray tones and then on a separate sheet of paper and scan that in and turn that into gray? Uh-huh. Is that possible? Oh, yeah. That would be the way to go. Uh, that would, uh, that's um, when, when uh, my, my former uh, partner and I were, were doing a comic, we had somebody uh, uh, gray toning it for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty much what he did. He put a sheet of tracing paper over it, uh, and he used a pencil, and he shaded in all the gray tones with a pencil, and then we scanned in the uh, uh, the tracing paper and put it over the line art. Huh? So it's like basically pencil marks scanned in and tweaked or something? Not tweaked. Yeah, yeah really? I wow. mean, a little bit tweaked, but uh, you know, not very much. I might actually try that. Because, I mean, it looks amazing. It's a little time-consuming if you're doing it all yourself. Right. Uh, it's also, you know, I mean, you, you've seen me try to 
patch together, you know, uh, you know, different pieces of, of, of a scan into one, and you know, you, you've seen how much uh, trouble that can be on occasion. Yeah, it seems uh, frustrating. Yeah, it's like no matter where you place something on a scanner, you know, for some reason it's the second scan is always just uh, right. you know just a fucking mm-hmm. millimeter off, like a one degree yeah. angle difference or something. <clears throat> sometimes uh, I've tried that photo merge thing in Photoshop, and yeah. sometimes it works, and sometimes it totally does not. I have not been able to get it to work for me ever. Mm-hmm. I'd say like two out of ten times I've tried it. Uh, yeah, that fucker can letter too, can he? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm uh, like, like, always in awe of someone who who does uh, their own uh, hand drawn type design. Because I know that's not something I could ever do. He's he's good. He's a good, good uh, he is all around pretty good all around consummate artist. Yeah. Um. I was gonna say, uh, like like I said, uh, this is definitely not my favorite of his work, uh, but I think it's infinitely better than Wilson was. <clears throat> I think my problem with Wilson is the fact that the like I love the execution of that book. Mm-hmm. Um, but my biggest problem with it is that, uh, the character is, uh, such a, an unlikable asshole. Right. And the thing is that Dan Klaus pretty much only writes unlikable assholes. Mm-hmm. Like, every comic of his, main character is usually unlikable asshole. Yeah, yeah. I think the difference is, with Wilson, he's confidently an unlikable asshole. Right. Everyone else in his stories are... Kind of, uh, 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 like they second guess themselves, sort of. Uh, yeah, they're they're doubtful, mm-hmm. unlikable assholes. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Wilson's like, this is the way it is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's uh, David Boring is very much that he's uh, he's definitely an asshole, uh, but he is uh, uh, an unconfident one. He does have a great superpower too. The uh, he can look at girls' uh, ass buds and know exactly what they look like without their. I think uh, part of my enjoyment of this book is the fact that uh, I do feel sort of a personal connection with David Boring, and <laughs> that uh, I am an unconfident asshole, and I love love an ass. Yeah, on the on the ladies. On the ladies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm definitely an ass man. Yeah, like don't get me wrong. I love boobs. Mm-hmm. That's that's never gonna go away. It's the other side of the coin. You like, you know, you like literally. Yeah, yeah. And you like Lincoln, and you like the memorial. You know. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, yeah, yeah. He can. He yeah. That's what it was. He looks. I started to say he looks at an ass, and he knows what it looks like without their pants on. I don't know. That. No, he knows yeah. the personality of the girl based on what her ass looks like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He can. And he can, when she walks in the room, he can look at her and also know what her ass looks like. Right, it's, right. it's like he has these ass powers. Yeah. And who doesn't want ass powers? I. You take them. Uh, I think I used to have them. Really? Yeah. In high school, uh, I mean, not not to the uh, superhuman ability that David Boring has, but uh, in high school, my friends and I were able to uh, see any uh, girl's ass in our classes and uh, know who they were just by looking at their ass. I've never seen their face. It's impressive. Yeah. How, how did you see their ass? Were they like... Oh, you know, they're walking away. Or... Oh, okay. Yeah. I think maybe you were like 
peeking into the you know, gymnasium shower room. I am not a degenerate. Well, I thought maybe you were just reenacting a scene from Police Academy or Porky's or Revenge of the Nerds. I am also not an idiot. <laughs> Reenact things for movies. But no, uh, you know, girls have a tendency to occasionally to wear a tight pant. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can uh, see you know, their ass in the shape of it. And Lord, uh, sir, how and, filthy. Uh, you know, I could uh, tell who they were. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm impressed. Yeah. You, should, so you should be using this power for good. Uh, I don't think you can. Oh, you'd find a way. Uh, believe me, I've tried. And I've also since lost that ability since I've... Uh, cut myself off from all human interaction mm-hmm. and uh, being in social uh, environments or yeah. being anywhere where there are females who are uh, connected with my friends. Uh, there, are, there are a lot more asses in social environments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. There, uh, you feel better now? Yeah, yeah. Talk about it a little bit. About it. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about it. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I still really don't know. <laughs> Dan Klaus's art is good. I, I love the way he draws. Uh, I love the fact that he can do different styles, as uh, shown in some of his other works. He pretty much keeps to one style in this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. Ice Haven was probably his most eclectic, I think. Right? Uh, that, well, yeah, I guess so, because Wilson, well done in different styles, page to page. You know, it was all about one character, and Ice Haven was all about a bunch of characters. Yeah, I, I love I love Haven. Ice Haven is great. Although I have not read the actual uh, novel version of it. Oh, the collected one. Yeah, okay. I've only read the the uh, eight ball issue. Oh. Okay, well I can. I think I've only read the new one. I think I read like the first part because it wasn't a, it was multiple issues. I'm sure. No. Was it just one? There's only one issue, yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Well, then I have Rome, but... Yeah. Yeah, way different, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I hear... Mm-hmm. Uh, and, of course, Death Ray is uh, probably my favorite. Mine, too. Yeah. It, uh, it looks like one of those old Marvel uh, Collector's Adam Classics. It's right, like a yeah. giant, oversized comic. Treasury edition. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, I think DC was the Collector's Adam Classics. So. And, uh... Ghost World is up there. Uh, I enjoy a lot of his, uh, like, the anthology stuff that he has. Like, just the short stories from 8-Ball here and there. Right. 20th Century 8-Ball, uh, Caricature. Pussé. Pussé. Although that's not a anthology thing, is it? Uh, I, yeah, there's a collected. Uh, well, no, I mean, it's, it's a, I know it's a collected thing, but it's not a bunch of stories. It's, it's all about yeah. Pussy. Yeah. I'm all about pussy, too. Well, of course. Yeah. Who isn't? Well, gay guys, I guess. No. You guys don't know what you're missing. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was weird. Okay. Uh, yeah, read it, fuckers. Read it. It's good. Good stuff. Yeah. I hope, I hope his next book is, uh, you know... More of a linear story, too, like a... Because, like, like you said, like, all these crazy threads happen and they all tie themselves back together. Right. I hope he does something else like that that's, like, kind of big, epic, like... Right. Lots of characters, and I think I think he's good at that, you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, maybe that's also the reason why uh, Wilson was 
wasn't that great is because it was all focused on the one character. Whereas, I mean, David Boring is the central character in this. He's on every page, I think. But, you know, there are a ton of other supporting characters. And within Wilson, there's, like, other characters who happen to be in the book. But, you know, they're not very well-rounded or... They're right. They're basically just there for him to insult. Right. They're there for him to insult and, uh... For, for us to see how uh, awful he is and uh, and never be redeemed by that. I hate that book. <laughs> it, was, it was a fun read, but... Well, yeah, again, uh, I love the, the... I love what he tried with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just did not love uh, the results. Right. I getcha. I getcha. Uh, yeah. So, this is... Probably officially the worst episode that we've done. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's up there. Yeah. It, did you go to school there? Uh, no, sadly. Um, um, yeah, if, if you haven't listened so far, then you shouldn't. Yeah, I guess so. Take a break. Yeah, okay.
Hey, welcome back to Gutter Trash. Howdy. Howdy. How you doing? Uh, should we go on our right? No. No, it's no. not. No? No. I mean, other than this episode? Uh, other than this episode? No, it's gone horribly. Yeah. Yeah. This has been a terrible fucking week. Yeah. Did you tell? Uh, I almost died on Wednesday. Um... Spent a shitload more money than I really intended to have to spend this week on stuff so that uh, I won't die, hopefully, on you know, next week. Yeah, fine. Um, just some general bad experiences all around. Yeah, yeah. Well, sorry to hear that. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, uh, you're on the mend. Things look good. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Because uh, today hasn't gone much better. <laughs> Uh, just in general. <clears throat> in addition to, you know, all the other random bullshit that uh, has been uh, keeping me down for about the past couple months as it is, so. Man. Well, you know, uh, like this book says, you gotta live in the present. You gotta enjoy the now. Uh, the now is kicking me in the balls. You enjoy it. Uh, uh, okay. okay. Yeah. None of the things that are happening in this past week are things that were caused by my reminiscing of, of something that could have happened. Oh, no, no, I'm saying... It's shit that happened. Well, I'm saying, but it all happened already. So, like, maybe from now on, it's like, the now is good. Uh, but the now, right now, is still firmly just punching me in the gut. <laughs> okay. I got you. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Not not much going on then. Jeez. I. Uh, you know how I don't have a tape player or stereo in my car, right? Right. Right. I uh, found a boombox in my basement that uh, takes like a bunch of C batteries. Well. So I went and bought some and been driving around listening to. Cassette tapes in a one-speaker boombox sitting in my passenger seat, just to solidify completely my my permanent spot in white trash. Them, and uh, I was feeling very white trash all week because I was like listening to like Iron Maiden and De La Soul while I was driving around with my boombox. Um, yeah, I don't know. You ever listening to those would count as white, white trash? Well. A little bit on the maiden, but but the day lost. Well, I mean, I mean, just hip hop. Like just driving around with a boombox, listening to hip hop. Living in East Dayton, just you know that happens a lot. Right, I mean, probably okay, not day lost. Soul. It's probably more like you know, Fifty uh, Cent, Fifty Sun, or yeah. whoever is currently uh, the Ti, yeah, Ti, right. But no, uh, hip hop past nineteen ninety five is pretty much uh, dead to me. I did enjoy, as Brian pointed out, uh, our buddy Brian John Mitchell, uh, the roots on Jimmy Kimmel doing the uh, straight out of Compton with Ice Cube. It was pretty cool, unless except for the fact they had to censor like you know seriously like a hundred words. But Uh, the roots, uh, I'm not too terribly familiar with them. I know that uh, I've kind of enjoyed somewhat what I've heard of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were around before 1995, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I, think, I think so. 
I mean, right uh, there, right Ice Cube there. definitely was, yeah. and uh, that's an NWA song, so that, uh, is that's definitely, definitely yeah. in, in the 80s, and Straight Outta Compton is definitely from the 80s, so all of that is good hip-hop. Yeah. Even though the specific event occurred. E- even though it happened, time. you know, like two months ago yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I'm just talking about anything that happened... Directly after that. So the ICP was definitely a 95 or prior, right? Because they're amazing. Well, of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but so I was listening to uh, this tape straight around in my car, and I was, I seriously was, I was like, I was like, man, I, I like, things happen every once in a while. I'm like, I, I just am a white trash guy. Like, that's just who I am, I guess. And, uh, and I was feeling very white trash. But then that night, uh, me and Doogie decided to, Right up to the UDF and get some snacks. Because that's what dudes do in East Dayton at midnight when they're hungry. And so we... That's what anybody does anywhere when they're hungry. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, if you have a UDF. If you don't, you know. Well, if you have any kind of convenience well, I mean, store. Well, I'm just saying, we, don't, we didn't have anything stocked. Well, we didn't have nothing at home. You know, no. Okay, so? So that's why we had to do Again, man, I don't, uh, I don't see where this is uh, white trash. So. Well, I, most people like have food, you know, like you know, me, so, and, me and you don't, right? But I'd say most people have snacks at their house already. I wouldn't consider myself white trash. No, I don't think you're either. Okay, well, and, you know, you just said I was because uh, because you don't have snacks because I don't have snacks here, and because you know, if I get hungry, I'll occasionally go to a UDF. Well, you're guilty by association. Right. Sometimes no. I go to a Speedway or a Circle K. So we, we go up to the UDF, and uh, there's only one empty parking spot at the UDF, and there's two dudes standing in it, yelling at the driver of the of the truck, the pickup truck parked there. And so, like, you know, they just, okay. like, aren't moving out well, of that spot. That's white trash. Yeah, I was going to say, okay. like, I started feeling, like, a little less white trash, mm-hmm. but... but uh. Then we witness them uh, as like we we okay we pull into the spot we finally get the guy out of the way and uh, we realize like the UDF is closed for cleaning um, there's people in there but you know the doors are locked or whatever so we start to drive away and we hear this like loud uh, shattering of glass and we look over and the white trash bald dude that was standing in the parking spot has like. I don't know if he smashed it with his hand because I didn't see it, but he smashed the window to the uh, truck, and it's like this older couple. I don't mean like in their sixties, but you know, probably like mid forties or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, he's like yelling at them. I can't tell if it's his parents or what. And his his like you know white trash buddy uh, is trying to like drag him away while he's texting somebody on his phone, and uh. And the dude isn't having anything having anything to do with it, you know being dragged away, and right. he's just yelling, and they're yelling back and forth, and uh, and I'm like, I don't, I didn't bring my cell phone. I'm like, do you have your cell phone, Doogie? We can, you know, we should probably, I don't know, call the cops or something, or and, film it, or or film it, <laughs> and uh, we neither one had our phones, so we just kind of parked there for a second and watched, and uh, they were just yelling at each other and yelling at each other, so you know, uh, you know, and. Nothing was happening, so we just decided to drive away because, you know, we were yeah, like, well, surely the people in UDF have already called the cops because they were staring out there anyway. And then we, so we drove to the other convenience store, like, you know, a mile away, the Sammy's, got some spicy popcorn. 
And uh, and then he was like, let's drive back by the UDF and see what's happening. So we drove back by the UDF, and they're still just standing out there arguing and yelling at each other uh, midst of the broken glass. And you know, right. so we just drove home and ate our popcorn. The uh, I forget. I think we watched Daughter Poor actually. Huh? Huh? But uh, so yeah, I felt a little less white trash after watching that. That was that's my story. Yeah, yeah. And so it's an interesting story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have had some car trouble recently. Uh, I yelled at uh, some people in the, in the parking lot last weekend. And I think that may have been the cause of one of my car troubles. Ooh. You think they are the culprits who... Put the railroad spike in your tire? Uh, there was a giant nail in my tire that which caused it to go flat, as uh, a nail in a tire will do. Uh, and it's because uh, I think if they, they put it there because I yelled at them in the parking lot. But you yelled at them, in fairness, for a good reason. Yeah. Like, they, they weren't, you weren't just, like, being mean. This, this family uh, parked next to my car uh, in the parking lot, and they all got out of the car, and uh, I was... Uh, I was outside in the, the parking lot, uh, hanging out by one of my friend's cars. We were just talking, and I kept seeing them like look at the car next to them, and I realized that it was mine. And I realized that it was because, oh, this is my little bit of white trash, because uh, it's literally trash. I am a sloppy individual, and uh, may surprise everyone to learn this, but uh, I've got a lot of trash in my car. And, uh, I know that it's there, and I know I need to clean it, but, uh, these people were just staring at the pile of trash in the backseat of my car. Right. And, uh, so finally I just yelled out, uh, hey, I'd really appreciate it if you didn't look in my car. I know it's messy. Nothing I can do about it right now. And, uh, the, the lady of, uh, the clan is like, it's just funny. <laughs> that was her way of diffusing the situation. Right. You know, yeah. we can all share a big smile. Right. Or... So that was a Saturday, and then Sunday my tire was flat with a nail in it. So I can only imagine that uh, they. That's possible. Yeah. I mean, you never know. And it was like a really slow leak because I could fill it up, uh, put air in it, and like it would stay inflated for like a day. So, right. Yeah. Well, if it was them, damn them. Yeah. Bastards. I are. mean, I'm fully aware that I could be completely paranoid about it. So, could it could have been a, a rival podcast, like a gang? Could be, like a uh, may have a story about that. No. But uh, yeah, but just uh, with with uh, the the railroad spike through my tire, in addition to the fact that I had to get my brakes and rotors replaced. Rephrase that: brakes and rotor replaced. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, while I tried to replace both rotors, uh, the passenger side rotor would not come off. It's uh, sort of fused. Yeah. Fused in place. But it's also not worn at all, so we just replace the brakes. Uh, if it ain't broke, don't hmm? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. But, uh, of course, while we were outside fixing my car, uh, our... Other neighbors, the, the the woman who was walking around in bikini that one day, uh, she turned on her van uh, so that her kids could uh, listen to the radio while they were playing in the front yard. 
That's a pretty big boombox. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, there was, they were listening to some sort of uh, pop station, you know. Right. A lot of auto-tune and, uh, you know, canned drum beats. And uh, my, my friend who was helping me fix my car, he was, uh, he was underneath my car trying to kick the rotor off of it. And uh, he just kind of stopped and was like, is this song about the Flintstones? Was it? I don't know. Because uh, I, I don't pay attention to lyrics. Uh, his daughter was there with us, and uh, she said, no, it is not about the Flintstones. She's like, I could have sworn they talked about Bedrock. Maybe they were talking about the character from Youngblood, Badrock. Oh. Maybe. Could be. I could see a pop song about Rob Liefeld characters. Yeah, that would yeah. be perfect. That would be pretty awesome. So anyway, Rival Podcast, our friend uh, Matt Brassfield uh, wanted to, uh, or he, he mentioned on Facebook that uh, he was going to start a uh, podcast about the Swamp Thing cartoon. Oh, yeah. Uh, which, uh, there was only ever five episodes made of that cartoon. <laughs> so it would only be a five episode long podcast. That's awesome. And he was like, and then maybe after that he would do like the movies and the comics. Wow. And uh, so I responded back to him uh, on Facebook that... Uh, how dare he? You know, you don't see me going around starting a new horror host TV show. That uh, how dare he infringe on my territory? Right, right. I run Dayton, Ohio podcasting. Yeah, don't don't step out of line. Right, this is my turf. <clears throat> and apparently, uh, all of his friends thought it was serious. Really? Yeah. <laughs> because why wouldn't you be? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they just don't know you. Or, it's possibly that, but... Uh, they're sniffing glue. They're, even if they do know me, I mean, they don't know me well enough, obviously, because uh, I don't let people in. But, uh, <laughs> uh... Generally, if I've written it on Facebook, I'm usually not serious. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. Except for about missing Igor Corday. Yeah, uh, except for that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because uh, I do miss you recording. Does he draw anything? What's he? No, he's doesn't. I, I looked him up uh, on uh, today actually, and uh, the last thing he did was he was doing covers for the uh, Unknown Soldier series. Okay, but even then, he only did like the first couple because Dave Johnson took over after a while. Yeah, he's not doing a thing. I really like that guy, and yeah. I'm serious. Yeah. Some give him some work, somebody. Fuck yeah. Fans demand it. I demand it. Write your, uh, write your local Marvel or DC or whoever. My local Marvel or DC. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tell them what's up. Uh say so yeah, anyway, it's uh, it's just been uh, shitty week. I will say we 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 have not talked about it, and uh, I know you haven't seen it yet, but I saw Scott Pilgrim twice since the time that we've uh, recorded. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I uh, should be going in a few days, hopefully. Yeah. If it's still on. I'm sure it will be. Yeah. Uh, I think you have at least till next Thursday. Cool. <laughs> it's a solid uh, two weeks in the theater, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I uh, fucking loved it, man. I've heard nothing but good things. I've never read the book. Don't know a thing about it. I'm pretty sure it's not supposed to appeal to me at all. Mm-hmm. Fucking amazing movie. Yeah, yeah, it looks uh, it looks fun, very fun. If you don't like it, you don't like fun. Yeah. That's pretty much what it comes okay. down to. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. 
I'm excited. Yeah. I'm, I think I'm going to see it on the cheap night because we got the uh, cheap theaters on Tuesday. Well, that's night. unfortunate. You should really be supporting it. I'm supporting it. I can. Fully supporting it. Well, well uh, you know, I fully supported Expendables and that kind of bit me in the ass. Well, so. <laughs> Not good? It was 100% okay. Just right down the middle. Like, in a year from now, if you mention that movie, I might remember that I saw it. Uh, uh. It was so forgettable. Like, not not bad enough to hate, but not good enough to love. Uh, uh. Just, just right in the middle. Uh. Uh. That's sad. Yeah. Uh. Well, I hope uh, the other big action movie of the year is a lot more memorable. Scott Pogan? No. Uh, although that was very memorable, and I love it. A lot of action. Too. But uh, it had a lot of action. Uh, I still consider that more comedy than action, though. No, I'm talking about Machete. Oh, Machete. Coming out, I think, in like two weeks. Yeah. I'd love to see that in the drive, drive-in theater, but I think... Why? It just seems perfect. Just like a fun, Why would dumb... you want to do anything in your car other than just drive? I, I like I like going to the drive-in. Huh? And don't you have to have a radio in order to uh, go to a drive-in? No, they have a... Oh, shit. <laughs> I think you're right. I think they changed it. <laughs> Maybe I could tune in my boombox. <laughs> no, that would be white trash, wouldn't it? A boombox with the driving. <laughs> oh man, sneaking some uh, Willy Wonka candy, some lemon heads in my pants. Yeah, I think you're right. I think because they used to have the speaker they right. put on the window, like. But I think yeah, I think it is all on a radio station. Now, so I'd have to get uh, someone else to drive, like get my girlfriend to drive. Right. Again, I just you know like. What? Your car is not comfortable. You know, and not just your car, but most people's cars are not comfortable. Well, I'm going to drive the Hummer now. I mean, it's roomy. You know. <laughs> you know. I just, you know, like, like, I don't like dealing with people. I don't like having uh, jackasses sitting during, like right next to you or beside you in like a mostly empty theater, as what happened when I went to go see Scott Pilgrim this past Friday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, it's got to be better than sitting in a car. Yeah, it's just kind of a fun experience. Like, it's, just a, it's it's a movie screen in your car. Uh, like, like cars come with that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I just don't uh, I don't see the appeal. And, uh, I don't agree with it. I, I think it's wrong. It's nostalgic. It's nostalgic. I used to go a lot when I was a kid. I just like it. I just like the whole experience. That I used to see one when I was a kid. Yeah. On the corner of uh, Research and uh, County Line. It's the one I used to go to a lot. Uh, the Belmont, Belmont Drive-In. Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, I didn't see one this year. Uh, I might, I'm going to try to catch one before right. the season's over. Which... Well, it won't be Machete if yeah, you want me to. Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Because now I just open myself to you saying that uh, you don't want to go with me to see Machete. So. <laughs> That's fine. Whatever. Hey. You opened it up. You opened up that can of worms. Is that your lucky penny? No, I hate pennies. So. <laughs> Tying it into... Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, well... Huh? Pick a movie. Pick a movie? Well, uh, we've got a movie in mind. Uh, I don't think we've done a Martin Scorsese picture yet, have we? I don't believe so. I don't believe we have. And uh, there's one that I've never seen that I've always wanted to see. Oh, crap. Uh, getting ready to be <laughs> After Hours. By Martin Scorsese. All right. Huh? Cool. I don't know a thing about it.
Sweet. Right. Well, yeah. There it is, kids. Yeah. Sorry, uh, we were uh, a little we, low energy. Today. Low energy. Yeah. A little uh, disagreeable. Yeah. A little uh, temper tantrumy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little, uh, little fuck you. A little, yeah. uh, little less conversation. Yeah. A little more action. Yeah. Next time. Next time. Uh, next time. All this aggravation ain't satisfaction. No. No. I can't. I can't. We'll split a bottle of whiskey next time. All right. Yeah, we should really do a drunk episode again. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a long Or we should just invite, uh, what the fuck's that guy's name that did the room? Uh, Tony. Tommy was so. Tommy. We should just have him be the permanent third chair. <laughs> Either that or before every episode we should just watch the room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and not not talk about it. Just, right, yeah. Just, we're just watch it, gear up. We're just cracking up reviewing uh, Schindler's List. Or right, something. yeah. No one knows why. But we know. And Tommy knows. Yeah. So, uh, I guess we should wrap up. You gotta get going. Gotta get you going. have your big play date tonight. Yes, yes. Um, I wanna remind all of our uh, listeners, uh, iTunes reviews are uh, nice. Uh, comments are nice, whether we respond or not. Uh, for our spinoff podcast, League Nights, uh, any kind of, uh, comment or review would be nice. I'd like to know that we're just not, uh, that Joe and I aren't just floundering out there with this, uh, you know, I know it's brand new and everything, but, right. uh, you know. You don't want to be singing into a well, as this is. Right. So we, we've got lots of, uh, talk about Mad Men and Crotchless Batman, so. You know, Whoa, what's not to like? I know. Uh, a little tentacle rape in the last episode. So. Really? Yeah. Are you doing? Are you watching the Japanese edition of uh, Justice League? <laughs> no, it's for kids. Oh, okay. Oh, well, you know, just yeah. a tasteful tentacle rape. Yeah. Okay. I know what you're saying. <laughs> uh, next, uh, next week we'll, we'll review Martin Scorsese's After Hours. Is Griffin done in that? Uh, I don't think so. I think. Cheech and Chong are in it, I think, or something. I don't know. I don't it's know. a comedy, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I thought. Yeah. I, don't, I don't really know much about it. It's, uh, you know what? Awesome on you for not picking one of the gangster movies. Oh, yeah? yeah. I mean, I love Scorsese's uh, crime movies, but uh, good right. on you for not going there. All right. Well, I guess I do want to see Gangs of New York sometime. Oh, yeah, I still have to see that, too. And I'd like to see quite a few of his movies I haven't seen. Yeah, yet, so. but yeah, it seems, this one seems more fun. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, we'll try better next time, I guess. So, it's uh, all, yeah. 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 Yeah, well, uh, yeah, we should probably get drunk for the next one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We should probably get drunk for all of them, really. We should probably get drunk right now. It's yeah, getting kind of good. <laughs> Alright. Well, good night, everybody. Good night. You can subscribe to Gutter Trash at iTunes or directly at guttertrash.net. If you go to iTunes, please leave us a review. You can email us at eric at guttertrash.net or jason at guttertrash.net. For more info, you can find us on Facebook. Or you can go to seanborn.net or buyerbeware.guttertrash.net. Listen to our sister podcast, League Night, at league.guttertrash.net. Thank you for listening. Until next time.